You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You are listening to Guide to WorkingAtHome.com podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Guide to Working at Home podcast. This is episode number 10. First of all, I want to say thank you for your patience. We were upgrading our technology. We have upgraded our technology. We're super excited about that. We wanted to make sure that we're bringing you the best information possible from our blogs. Make sure that you get it in a way that's convenient and that is easy for you to listen to as you go about your regular day. So we definitely want to thank you for your patience. So uh, today, what I want to talk about, I want to go back to mindset. And we talked about this a little bit before, but I haven't dedicated a whole show on mindset. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because we're getting questions on Facebook, on Twitter, um, an email about mindset, because I talk about it, but I don't go into detail. And here we're going into detail today. And I'm super excited about that because I think it's a very important topic. So when I talk about mindset, I'm talking about things that you need to get into, how you need to think, how you need to really just own yourself and figure out exactly what you want from this experience. It's not enough just to say, I want to work remotely and go online and do a job search. So I want to dedicate this episode entirely into the keys to your mindset on how to join the remote workforce. So let's go ahead and get started. First, let's talk about technology, right? Technology has been a key component in our world today, you know, to be honest. And it's it's been so helpful to how we work. If you think about it, you know, us being able to give information to you via this podcast, our, our blog, our website, and things of that nature. And technology is continuing to um, change how we communicate, how we work. And so we thank technology, really, for allowing us all these opportunities and even to change how we earn income. So with that being said, the professional world outside of the conventional office space is changing. If we look at, if we research and look at reports from um, work at home and remote giants such as flexjobs.com or 
work workflexibility.org, you would see that the number of opportunities with uh, with job opportunities that have some degree of flexibility has increased over 100% in just one decade. This information what I'm sharing with you it it we know that it's just not a fad and we know that remote work is growing and it's here to stay. So it's just not something that you know will be here today and gone tomorrow. We have evidence that this is the way that we're going in terms of working. It's just easier for employees and it's much easier for companies that are hiring these people. Keep that in mind too as we talk about this. I want to back this up with some facts. Not only did I just tell you that this type of work and, and working remotely has increased by 115% in just one decade. Also, we have companies and businesses, giants, who are invested in remote employees, such as Amazon, right? Amazon hires a lot of their customer service positions for remotely and do they actually hire quite a few of corporate jobs remotely as well dell is another giant american express apple even the federal government has remote employees seriously people <laughs> so um you know because we get people who are just kind of like well, i don't know if i can really work for from home or remotely i don't know if i can really travel around the world and and take my job with me yes you can <laughs> but if you don't believe you can then you won't you know uh it's up to you to do the research i mean i i can be a part of your research listening to my podcast and my website but it goes beyond that you really need to dive into this because if you don't believe you can do it then you're definitely not going to be able to do it right so you have to trust in your ability and in your research skills and you can see that there's, there's evidence to support that this can become a reality for you. So we talked about this again already, but of course, technology has provided us with this opportunity where um, this is becoming a reality. And honestly, it's been a reality for 1.8 million people just in the United States alone, not even just internationally. <laughs> We're just looking at the United States. So when, if you ask yourself, is this a possibility? Definitely it's a possibility, but don't take my word for it. Go out and do your own research. See what you can find out with. Come up with a game plan, plan and join the, the remote job force with me and with the other 1.8 million people just in the United States alone. Have you thought about the possibility of working from your home office or remotely as you travel do you want to be a digital nomad you do you want to work from remotely do you want to telecommute home base there's all these different words for it but hello it, it's out there and it is definitely possible so this podcast is designed to help you develop the right mentality as you try and attempt to make that transition from being a traditional employee to a person who has flexibility in what they do every day. Here's my first suggestion. You have to look at your mindset each day. Okay, as you begin your remote job search, you'll experience different emotions. I have, I've been there. It's, it's completely natural. Here's the thing. The market is highly competitive. 
you're going to compete with people nationally and sometimes internationally for job opportunities. So if you think it's tough looking for a job in your region, when you go to look for a job (laughs) where anybody around the world can apply to, it's tough. It's challenging. You, I mean, you're going to get to, maybe you'll get an interview down to the final two uh, people and you don't get the job. It happens. I mean, the employer has so much more talent that they can pull for so it becomes more competitive so you need to know this and you need to develop a game plan for this so you have to check your emotions okay you need to be aware of them when you're applying for uh, positions because since we don't have our body language to communicate sometimes in a virtual environment unless we're face-to-face or you know, because some remote positions, employers will ask you to come in and interview. Not a lot, but some will. So you have to be able to check your emotions and make sure that your frustration doesn't come across in how you write an email or doesn't come across when you talk to the employer over the phone or doesn't come across when you do a video interview or virtual career fairs or networking online via Facebook LinkedIn and professional Slack communities. You know what? That that one is a huge one because I see this every day. I know because I understand it can be frustrating. I I've been there, and I I get it. But I see people that get online, and they just vent, vent, vent a bit away. You don't know who's watching you. I have scored many of my clients many contract work on facebook on linkedin on in slack communities so if i go to these places and vent and i don't come across professional i probably would have lost out on those opportunities so you really you have to check your emotions i get it i i understand it's frustrating but you have to check them and then also when you're messaging and conversating via skype zoom or um gchat Keep in mind that when you use these communication tools, employers are actually looking and seeing how will you deal with stress on the job? Are you going to go lash out and, and, you know, on Facebook or (laughs) people are, they're thinking about that because that's all they have to go off of. You know, you're not local, more than likely you're not local. So it's not like you have a, a reference from somebody down the street. It's not like somebody kid knows you from your college that you went to, right? If you're international, like I have clients that, that I'm working with, I'm writing for a client based out of the UK, and I met this person in a Facebook group. So all that person has to go off if is how I communicate it in that Facebook group. So if I'm venting and I'm negative, I'm a negative Nancy all day in that Facebook group. I don't think I would have this contract right now. With that being said, you just really have to pay attention and keep yourself in check. Check your emotions every single day. My second tip is to conduct a self-evaluation. So another part of this remote job search strategy, as I call it, is to determine if there's any gaps in your experience ahead of time. Trust me, it will be way better for your mindset to discover any problem areas 
that you have to create a action plan for improvement before you even touch your job search. So here are the steps. What you want to do is visit a job boards and I suggest remote job boards, job boards that are dedicated to the type of positions that you're looking for. Otherwise, you're going to add stress to your plate. <laughs> so keep that in mind. If you need suggestions, definitely head over to guidetoworkingathome.com. We have a list of job sites that remote workers and people who are expiring to be remote workers can actually look at. So if you're going to um, Craigslist or uh, Monster or all the other outdated ones, uh, Simply Hired, you're probably going to get frustrated. You, you definitely want to target job boards that actually are promoting and showcasing jobs that are remote and preferably you want to be ones in your field because there's some that are dedicated to software and, and IT. So that's going to frustrate you too. If you're looking at um, job boards that are dedicated to a certain field that you're not going into. So here we go. This is what we talk about um, where research becomes key. You need to know who is dedicated to the type of work you're looking for and you need to search on those particular sites. Okay. So when you find the job boards, you, you're, you're basically going to watch and look at what you want to do is review the job opportunities and look at similar opportunities to see if there's any gap in your experience. If you notice gaps, then you develop a plan on how you can improve that skill. For example, if you are applying for a, a marketing coordinator position and you know that this all these positions are requiring that you know SEO, well, you need to develop a, and you don't have SEO skills, right? You need to develop a plan to help you improve that skill. Taking the initiative to do this will show the remote uh, employer, employer who's considering hiring you, that you have the drive and initiative to learn different things because I'll be honest with you, I've had, and I love this because it's just my personality, but me working remotely, and I've been working remotely since 2011, I have had the opportunity to touch so many different areas and dabble into different things that I would have never dreamed of doing if I were working outside my house with this company who I've only need to work for. Um, in this particular department doing this type of thing, right? So when you work remotely, especially for like smaller companies, they need people who can kind of just go with the flow and, and jump in as needed. And so you get a lot of opportunities to try different things. If you could demonstrate that you have that ability to do so, well, then it's going to help the employer see how you will fit into their organization. So keep that in mind. So next, I want to talk about a little bit about what remote work means for you. And let me explain this. Let me explain this a little bit more. Here's the thing. Remote work isn't just one thing. It can be many things. What type of remote work will fit the best with your lifestyle? So as you start your journey of searching, you'll learn that there's different ways of working remotely. And for example, remote work implies that you work remotely away from a conventional office setup. So that could be multiple things. Telecommuting suggests that you trade your commute time with working from your 
home office. So when you telecommute, your employer is predict or expect that you're working from a home office, right? Virtual means that you're working remotely 100% of the time. And then let me go back to tele- telecommute. Telecommute too, um, you may not be working from home 100% of the time. So you need to check the job description, talk to the employer, figure out what they want you to do. Sometimes it's 50-50, 60-40 in terms of the percentage. So you definitely want to be aware of that. Home base means that you are expected to work from a home office. So some employers don't want you to work at a, um, a shared office or a shared community space because maybe some of the technology and the systems that they have, they really want you to be um, pretty private about it. I actually had a client like that that I was working with. So when I was in their system, I need to be on the, the Wi-Fi that I specified that I was going to be at, at my hairdress. I couldn't go to a coffee shop and use their Wi-Fi because it would put the software that this company had created in danger if it were to get hacked. So keep in mind, you need to definitely figure out what the employer's idea of you working remotely is. And a digital nomad just means that you um, are basically location is irrelevant, that you can do work anywhere while traveling. Definitely keep that in mind. And then for the other positions, Sometimes um, working internationally will not work for those companies. They want you to be in a certain area. So you definitely need to figure out exactly what you want. What does remote work mean for you? And then match it to the needs of the employer. And you also have to determine if you're comfortable with working as an independent contractor, a permanent employee, full-time, part-time, and basically what best fits your lifestyle. This is important. You don't want to waste your time. Because that's another stress factor you can add to your table. If you're starting to apply for, you want to be a digital nomad, but you're applying for all these home-based positions where the employer expects for you to work out of your home office. Well, that's not meeting the goals that you want. So you have to be careful. And next, you need to determine if you're ready to work remotely. Working remotely is different from an, an office environment and it's Honestly, it's not for everyone. You know, I've been doing this since 2011 and I've seen people who try to do it and they they, they went back to an office setting. For me, I don't want to go back to an office setting. Um, so I'm trying my best to continue to work remotely. But you need to find out if it's going to be the right fit for you. So um, you need to ask yourself the, the following questions. Do you enjoy spending time alone? Do you consider yourself self-motivated? Are you disciplined? Will you feel confident without direct supervision? Some people need someone over them. Some people love to work without direct supervision. Are you okay with communicating on email, chat, video conference? Are you comfortable? If you're not, it might, this might be difficult. Can you set up a place where you have a distraction-free area and reliable internet to work? You need to be productive consistently. You need a place where you can go and say, hey, this is my work area. For me, I have a couple little areas set up all throughout the house. So and I like to switch it up. Some people don't. So I have an office set up. Then I have a corner in my room. Then I have another corner in the living room. So I just have different areas where I can just set up to work and that works good for me and then reliable internet is important if you don't have reliable internet 
it's going to be very hard for you to be productive and be reliable for you to deliver whatever product or services that you need to deliver to an employer or a client. And then how will telecommuting or working remotely really achieve your work-life balance? You need to think about that. And then have that as your why. That will really help you uh, push forward in your job search and push forward through the frustrations and through the times where you feel like it was uh, not a win for you. You know, we I want you all to win but I have to be honest with you to say that it can be a frustrating period, just like any other job search. And and it's one probably more just because the competition is just so fierce and there's competitions coming in everywhere. Can you manage your time efficiently? And then do you have, this is important, do you have a high level of emotional intelligence? Can you connect with people? And this is important because you don't have an offense environment. They can't see you, right? So you're going to have to connect with people virtually. And it's a challenge for some people. Some people are able to overcome that challenge and some people, it's just not for them. So you just have to be honest with yourself and and really do a self-reflection and figure out if this is really going to be a right fit. So my last step is important. And I think that this is really going to help you step out into the workforce and even stand out in the job search process. And it, what it is, is to get to know the common tools that are used in a remote environment. When you work remotely, there's a need for you to adapt to various technologies in order to get your work done or to communicate with people like your clients, your your supervisor, the coworkers that you'll be working with. So what you'll need to do is to develop a mindset to really operate as your own IT person. <laughs> and I don't want to scare you because I, I don't, you don't need a degree or anything, or you don't need to know all these fancy things that IT people do. However, what you do need to be able to do is just the basic things that you would normally have, like if you were working in an office environment. And this is even if they have an official IT department. The employers will look for you to be able to know how to deal with general tech issues, such as resetting your router, knowing when to restart, updating and cleaning your equipment. I mean, just little thing, although it sounds like small to probably a lot of you, there's some people that just, they've never done it. And you'll need to practice. <laughs> and then what you'll need to do is also have a working knowledge of how to handle just minor tech issues like updating your drivers doing a scan you know making sure you have spyware and antivirus software on your computer just little things like that in addition to managing your technology i suggest if you want to stand out even if you don't have remote experience is learning the common tools that we use for example, you'll need to know Google Drive like it's your best friend. And if you're using Word, that's great. <laughs> but a lot of remote employees are using Google Drive because it's so easy to share files and it's so easy to edit and collaborate. So you'll need to know Google Sheets, Google Docs, the Drive, how to make folders, how to share, how to turn on links, things of that nature is so important. Uh, trust me on that. I suggest checking out Slack. 
Slack is a, a software that many remote professionals will use to communicate on teams. It's even being used um, for professional communities. I'm a part of a few of them. So you, you can just download it for free and, and test it out and make sure that you understand it. Watch some videos on YouTube. YouTube is great for all of this, honestly. Trello is another one. Trello is a um, basically a project management tool that companies will use to organize their workflow, basically. And it's it's not hard to use, but it is it's a learning curve, just like with any other program or software. So I would suggest download a free account and take a look at some YouTube tutorials on that. And lastly, my favorite, Asana. Now Asana does have a learning curve and I experienced that learning curve. Wasn't the fan of it when I first started using it, but once I learned how to use it, oh my goodness, it is my life. <laughs> and I learned this program actually because one of my clients started using it and then one of my employers working remotely started using it too. So once I mastered it, goodness i organized my life the blog this podcast my clients uh my teaching that i do at a university all of that is all managed through asana and a lot of companies are using asana too you can develop a free account and you'll probably thank me later <laughs> watch some tutorials actually I am putting together some some tools and some videos on how to use Asana for the remote employee, for independent contractors, for small business owners, for the job seeker. I was managing all how I was submitting bids for contracts through Asana too. And it is so great for even for job seekers. And I don't think a lot of people are using it that way. However, um, you'll want to stay tuned to our blog for information about that. I'm super excited about that. So, and there's tons of other tools too. Those are some of the popular ones. You definitely want to show that you know how to use some of the tools that we typically use in the remote workforce because that'll show employers that you can go with the flow and learn these new tools. So joining the remote workforce can be a fantastic opportunity and it can offer a great lifestyle and while doing the work that you love. However, before your search, I really want to emphasize that you need to work on your mindset and really determine if working remotely is going to be a fit for you. Be prepared for setbacks as with any job search, maybe even more setbacks since the competition is a little fierce. However, it is how you deal with those setbacks that will actually determine whether you'll be successful or not. And using your experiences, both the positive and the negative, to really change your mindset and then better your remote job search outcomes. So I hope that this information has been helpful for you. It's been fun for me talking about it. If you have any questions, definitely feel free to hit us up. You can email us. You can go to guide to working at home.com and you can contact us there until then we'll see you at the next episode and let us know what you want to talk about we're super excited to talk about things with you take care and we'll see you next time